0: Today is Tuesday, November tenth, twenty twenty. Cal, how are you doing, man?
1: I hate Fresno. <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> um, oh no, yeah, yeah, you gotta explain that shit. <laughs> no, no. Seriously though, like let me let me just start by telling you what I did today. Oh uh, for sure, for sure. So you know, I get my day's going great. Joe on the go. Nice day at work, actually. Everything was I actually had things to do sandwiches and burgers to flip then I get off and I'm like I need to develop my film like it's just been sitting here for a few days and there's pictures from Halloween and I don't want it to be Christmas time by the time I get these pictures so I went down and I texted Harley yo I'm taking the film down to the spot do you want me to take your film too to save you a trip and he's like I was actually about to go so we carpooled and I took him with me with his uh with his stepsister um, Layla, and we we drove down, listened to some nice music. Weather was beautiful, and we get into we get into Fresno. We drop off our film, and then we like let's go thrifting. Why not? Like, there's some amazing thrift stores thrift stores in Fresno. As I've heard of people like getting entire wardrobes in one go. So we went down, and we hit Rich. But while I was driving through, I noticed how fucking ugly Fresno is. It is literally the ugliest place I've ever seen in my entire life. It is the epitome of having a city built around capitalism with no culture whatsoever. You have thin sidewalks, a city ruled by cars. There is nothing to help pedestrians get around or or bicyclists or anything. Ruled by cars, giant billboards, giant signs, no trees, no nature whatsoever. It is just a, it's a flat cement uh billboard i don't even know how to describe it that's how ugly it is
0: yeah i i take issue with the fact that there's no trees i i heard this really cool study where like viewing nature in cities like boosts your immune system and not because like Mm -hmm. you smell the particulates in the air no like physically like just looking at nature yeah i remember we talked about that yeah we talked about
1: this yeah
0: so yeah i Um, mean without without trees it's absolutely yeah i i agree i've been to fresno a couple times i have bad memories of fresno because i used to go to swim meets a lot often so i associate fresno with like
1: pain and stress and anxiety (laughs) okay so so that's my reason for hating it it really is hideous and also i mean just in general like um american architecture sucks it's we literally have some of the worst architecture in the entire world if not the worst like Wait. i mean we have big buildings and many buildings but Wait, our america? architecture is so Amer- america land oh, of the free oh, baby america. everything is so geometrical and usually it's a giant logo is slapped on top of it yeah that's and true and it's just so stripped it's so stripped down and nothing's cohesive like someone will have like a greek themed building that looks like it's made of cardboard next to like an egyptian themed building next to some like midwestern southern house. And I'm like, (laughs) why is no one working together to make this a beautiful place to live? Yeah. Although I would say though, well, for one,
0: I think you may be under the influence of California architecture specifically because it's so new. Like here in Boston. um, Yeah, there is really established
1: culture. It's really, but
0: it's interesting though because like it's so funny how like literally like built two buildings right next to each other could be like 200 years apart. Like, there's this really old Gothic architecture that's mm-hmm. literally next to like a Chase Bank skyscraper. <laughs> yeah. And it's hilarious
1: yeah. to look at. It's, you know, it's Oh, like, yeah. I remember when we, like, yeah, when we went to New York, there was that like Catholic church just sitting in the middle yeah. of the city. And I'm yeah, like, exactly. oh, what? It's so odd. Yeah, but um, I, I really
0: like it. it. It just shows diversity. Like, San Francisco, the reason why I don't like... Downtown San Francisco, because it's literally like carbon copy buildings. Yeah, sure, the glass may be different, the colors might be different, but they're all skyscrapers. You know, the the solid, you know, stalagmites or stalactites—I forgot which one. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but yeah. Um, so I I agree to it to an extent.
1: But what I don't get is like, yes, I mean, I the East Coast does have some decent architecture because I mean it has been around for quite, quite a while. Yeah. But dude, no, it's bad like it's really bad like it's a problem architecture pays itself off look at italy its economy probably runs on its architecture itself people come to see those buildings <laughs> seriously yeah. if yeah, you get rid right. of those buildings no one's going yeah so it pays itself off like you, people should work together to make beautiful buildings and that's i don't get why we don't do it
0: you know it's funny i heard i feel like so you know, same thing with like Japan, right? Japan has fantastic architecture, China mm-hmm. as well. But these are all like old architecture, like architecture that was co- commissioned by kings, monarchs, popes. Exactly. Yeah. Which makes yeah. sense, you know, they had the money, they had the power, and obviously nowadays no one really has that much power to commission such cuz like, you know, these buildings would literally take like dozens of decades to yes. complete. Yes. Dozens of lives to complete. <laughs> Dozens of lives. Yeah. Dozens, multiple generations. So, yeah. It, probably like we don't have that much patience anymore as a modern society, but also, you know, more humane. <laughs> so.
1: But does it have something to do with capitalism?
0: Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, none of these buildings, if you, I'm, you know, I'm not exactly a historian, but I feel like the ones that I can think of, all of them were commissioned by very rich people. Very and rich. Dictators, people. usually. Right, like Monarch, I mean, yeah,
1: monarchs, yeah.
0: sure, maybe some like USSR. Like, name one, name one building from USSR era that's like beautiful. You know, it's well, all, they, yeah, it's, commie it's blocks, all practical. Is what they're right? Yeah, it's all practical. Blocks. Very, you know, it's it's for function, not really for aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. I think I think where wealth comes in, because if, if you think about it, I feel like aesthetics are like a way for you to represent wealth. You know, True. Yeah, I mean, the to talk them all. Exactly. It's it's a way to project it. So in a in a in a environment where wealth does not exist, or maybe capital does not exist, there's no reason to pursue aesthetics, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, I, I, yeah. Maybe, but a,
1: like specifically in architecture, though. If if I was to plan a city, though, I would make sure that was I would put such a big emphasis on that because. I mean, what if Merced was like known for its unique architecture and its cohesiveness and its mixing with nature and people would just flock tourism, tons of money, boost the economy, (laughs) make more beautiful buildings. Like, why not? It really and it would just uh, just it's a quality of life thing, because at the end of the day, like I feel like city planning should really help people just enjoy the city rather than like efficiency and how to make money yeah. Like, dude we're just human beings trying to enjoy life like why don't we have local government that kind of caters to that for sure yeah totally yeah so i know but i'm telling you david it it hurt me to be in fresno like and i say <laughs> i'm like i don't know i seriously i am a sensitive person and when, when i feel like uncomfortable claustrophobic and i hate the way everything looks like i don't even feel like myself so i was actually like I was feeling really down like by the time I got out of Fresno, I'm serious, like it was a problem. like I was about to like call someone and like be comforted seriously mm. so i you know I'm playing like comfort songs just to like try to bring me back. I'm like, dude, I feel like I'm on a different planet right now because it was just it bothered me the way it looked and the way it made me feel. so I'm like listening to some comfort out, uh, songs and whatnot. By the time I get home, dude, I am a wreck thinking about Fresno. Not even kidding. So I throw on a comfort movie. I have like right now. I'm watching "Call Me by Your Name" while I'm talking to you, uh, just because I love the way that movie looks, and it just brings me back to my to myself. I feel. Uh Do you have something like that? No, but I okay. This is completely off, but I'm going to
0: stay on this. But I'm going to you know go flag this. But I watched "Hereditary" the other day, but um. And we can totally talk about that. But oh, oh no, I would love
1: to talk about her. Too. Yeah, okay, fuck what okay. i was talking uh, about. No 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 no, 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 no,
0: But 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 about the comfort thing though, I have found something, and I just texted you this a couple minutes ago, like a comfort genre of music that I have. Yeah, I sent
1: I sent you one back. I sent you one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, and, and, I, and I
0: listened to that. I really like that. I, I'd love more. But yeah, French music. Holy shit. Like it's a yeah. complete genre that I I completely ignored until this randomly came up on my Spotify recommended list. And something about, okay, something about foreign languages, specifically languages you can't understand. And French, in my opinion, is one of the ones that, like, it just feels a lot more intimate as a language. You know, you can flame me, how, people can flame me however you want. But, mm-hmm. you know, listening to music that you can't understand yet can feel. Because, like, sometimes, you know, when you can understand, you know, words have meaning, obviously, when you understand them. Yes. So words that you already know already have definition to them. True. But languages that you don't understand and words that you don't understand in in music, all you have to judge its definition on is is really just how you interpret interpret the way they're being sung and the music and the beats and everything along with it. So yeah. it's a, it's a literally a blank canvas for you to just project whatever the artist's singing about
1: because you're no longer constrained by the lyrics. Yeah, and that's I think like that song that I sent you actually means a lot to me for some reason, but I have no idea what she's talking about. So you're right. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, all you have is like tone, timbre, and a few other things to exactly. distinguish what that song is even about. True. Yeah, um, I, I, w- I think I went that's why I love a, that song so much.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah you can't right. you can't understand it. And I went on this late night walk by the river yesterday, actually, listening to just slow, romantic French melodies and pop songs and wow i just very felt frankly so familiar and so at home and so at ease so yeah i just wanted to bring that up that's my comfort place call me by your name for you if i'm sure is, is very close that, holding dude. but yeah. man you know i we're, i honestly this is probably not even a how's it going episode anymore this is just us talking which is honestly
1: I, how I it mean, should go it's how it's going yeah yeah but uh, bro
0: Holy, holy fuck, man! I watched Hereditary over the weekend. I can't Tell believe me. I didn't bring this up on Saturday. No, okay, never mind. I watched this after um, oh, okay, our, okay. our first recording on Sunday night because um, I, I had a friend who also wanted to watch a horror movie, and I remember you telling me about Hereditary. I was like, okay, we're watching Hereditary. Such, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, dude! When like horror is no longer jump scares, it's so cool, right? Like, it's psychological. You know,
1: like, damn, the acting dude, was, first of all, the it's acting next by level, Tony, right? yeah. Oh, dude, Tony Colletti, and she horror. didn't even get nominated for that. It's a horror movie, so I feel like if you're in a, no, in a horror movie. It's a critically acclaimed horror movie. Come
0: on. That, like That's true, but Oscars just doesn't, if you, Oscar, the Academy, um, the, the Oscar Academy just does not touch horror, let's be honest here, for, for their
1: awards. They nominated Midsummer and they nominated The Lighthouse for cinematography which were both horror movies but but <laughs> a horror movie will a horror movie will never win best picture
0: yeah best picture or best actor in my opinion yeah but, but no but Exorcist? i mean i really do feel like mm, let me check
1: i don't think so i don't think so i just know that it was obviously very popular but um. uh it won uh adapted screenplay best adapted screenplay <laughs> because it because it was a uh i guess it was a book. oh it was a book yeah yeah but other than that it yeah no. oh best sound mixing that's it though sound mixing what the fuck okay i know i know but, but yes word, right? but
0: yes and honestly okay first of all i thought wait no i can't nah
1: well who's fucking what? listening
0: anyways
1: <laughs> spoil it we're t- it's, <laughs> it's this is our podcast <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: i thought charlie was gonna be a main character charlie the little the girl, little girl,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought,
0: I thought she was gonna make, like be like the center character. She fucking no, dies. she was just a vessel.
1: Yeah, she was just yeah, a she was a vessel. What uh, what was his uh what was his Payman. name? I forgot. King Payment, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the yeah, one of Satan's like doers, yeah. kings. Uh, or, yeah, dude. Awesome movie. Like I, I'll never forget when I first watched it. I what sucks, and this is awful. I watched only the first like. Forty-five minutes, like her head gets chopped off by the light post. That's how yeah. I ended my first watch, oh, and I didn't get to the conclusion no. because my Dude. friends had to go. So oh. for an entire week, all I was thinking about was that scene of those ants crawling through her skull. Oh my fuck! Yeah, holy shit! I'm yes, not, that was not. I'm, it. So <laughs> no, that is just like Ari Aster has serious problems. Like you don't write something like that if you don't have problems. <laughs> Yeah. No, and uh, I mean to be f- yeah. So when you say like
0: you missed the first forty five minutes, the last twenty minutes is really where it gets going. Like, like True. that's that's where all the oh, like it's the a slow f- burn. Last, yeah, right. The last fifteen minutes is like where everything happens and like everything gets put together. You're like, holy shit, that's the plot.
1: Now, have you you have to watch it a second time through though? Did you know that? Right. It's it's designed for a second time through, because you will like see. A, you you remember the cult symbol that kept coming up. That symbol, uh, it's it? like it oh, is yeah. all over the first half of the movie, but you don't notice it because you aren't familiar oh. with it. And, was it and it on my the light post? post, it was on the light post that came oh, out. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And you and you just see that everywhere, and then the, their dialogue is so obvious; it's like literally pointing towards the ending, but you just don't know. Um, so then, your second time through it, it's. Yeah, everything makes a lot more sense. It's a lot less scary. You can appreciate like a lot. Yeah, like it's a fucking good movie. I love yeah, it. it's.
0: I mean, I'm, I've never been like a huge fan of watching horror, like for horror's sake. Like, I'm not a yeah. fan of horror. No, but, I hate most um, horror movies. Mainly because like the jump scares in general, I think has ruined it for me. But yeah, this. I mean, technically, I guess there were one or two jump scares in there, but it was mainly like music cues. Not oh, like yeah, visual nothing, jump scares, there were no, auditory yeah. jump scares. Yeah. Um no, nothing oh. cheap. Nothing was cheap. Okay, yeah, good yeah. good point. Nothing was cheap. Um I think the scariest moment, well like the most unsettling moment, was when mm-hmm. Was when the mom was like banging the door with her head against the attic.
1: Oh yeah, and she Dude, started and she that... started
0: uh, sawing her head off. Yeah, that 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 was that was ooh that got me, man. But like the, yeah. the ants, the ants and the bugs, yeah, it was it was kind of weird. Well, that just that, but that was sickening. It wasn't really scary. Yeah, it you was just, just kind of sears into your mind. But that yeah. part, ooh, holy shit, man. Yeah. But. Yeah. But I guess regardless of that, um, you know, I understand Fresno kind of unsettled you, but you know, going back yeah, to Merced... Yeah, other than that, of,
1: I mean... uh uh-huh. Go ahead.
0: I was going to say, like, coming back to Merced, did you notice, like, how
1: much better it was? Or how much oh be- how gosh. better it was? No, Merced is in another league. Like, I don't even want to compare it to Fresno. Like, yeah. Merced, I mean, other than, I would say, uh, Olive. That's, like, our only road that's kind of just businesses and plazas like lined up in a mm-hmm. row but i mean there still is nice trees and shrubbery and there's a high school on that road so like mm-hmm. it like i don't know merced does have a cozy feel to it and there is a lot of nature to be honest yeah so i will never take merced for granted after that yeah you know um, it's so funny. i feel better yeah go ahead no no no, no. Go, go, go ahead I, I was gonna yeah say, like, i feel Sorry, dude. <laughs> that you're good, you're good. no, that slight delay is misery, dude. Like it makes it so hard to That's know true. who's about to say something. Like or that Zen delay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. not For not sure. good. But where was I? What was I going to say? That threw me off.
0: Yeah, my bad, man. Um, you're you're gonna say like what you're feeling?
1: Oh, okay, so yeah. I just I'm not going back like I'm just there strictly for business now I'm gonna drop off my film and just book it to the highway because I don't want to I don't want to feel this way again I really don't um but you know what I was met with a pleasant surprise when I got home guess who wrote me from the Air Force Marcus Amador he wrote he wrote me like seven letters and oh Oh, shit
0: like one every day so
1: far yeah, well, apparently he has nothing to do. Like, there's no books. You can't go on your phone. And he will just sit in his dorm for, like, three hours. Like, Oh, he's quarantined. They don't give him anything to do. Exactly. He's quarantined? So, oh. Yeah. Well, kind of. He's, I mean, he's still going through, like, basic training. But, like, it's no close quarters with other people after hours. I see. Weird, right? Um, yeah. But, yeah, dude. Like, it was really heartwarming. And just some of the things, like, he is just talking – I've never really heard him talk like this. And he's really, he he just told me how he took everything for granted and how he's just like thinking back to like certain things. Like when we went to Snelling to the river. And oh, you took him to the like, dude, that was just, uh, no, no, that's Sonora. I just took him to like Merced River. Oh, oh, uh, okay. Which is also, it's a sacred spot for me. I really love that place. Uh, And he was just like, bro, I really do wish I just could never grow up. Like, I really wish I could just. Live those days forever. Fuck. And when he said that, I literally was just like, dude, I don't even know how I can hold myself together right now. Like, it is just so depressing. Yeah. And, yeah, I just thought about that for a while. And it's really true. Like, it sucks that, like, growing up means you have less fun to people. Like, how you can't, like, go to the river anymore and bang rocks against each other. And it's now just 40 hours a week and come home and hopefully your employer can give you a vacation like twice a year yeah so i mean i just really hope that people understand how important it is to like just like live life to the fullest when you're younger because like once you're in your 20s man it's it's work and it's a lot of it so really take take these times to enjoy everything you can
0: yeah you know that reminds me so i'm I'm coming home on the 22nd and between now and then it's like a week and a half now um yeah i'm just basically every moment i have now you know of course i'm still putting aside time to like do work and all that but you know i'm really start, you know I'm trying to explore as much as i can before i leave and you know i <sighs> it's kind of crazy how like 10 weeks have already gone by and it, it gives you a good sense of just how, how time is so unfair. You know, when you're having the time of your life, it goes so fast and yet in difficult times, it goes so slow. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, it doesn't yeah. want you to have fun and wants you to have the most suffering time. <laughs> I don't know. And it's but, unfortunate.
1: Yeah, And it's just odd how like yet when you're not having fun, you know, time is slowed But when you look back, nothing's there. It's like you don't make any memories. My
0: God, dude!
1: So it not only does it make you suffer, but then it's gone. You have nothing left.
0: Like Uh, it takes and never gives. I think
1: it's 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 better to to really just like ah, you can't have those like super introverted tendencies. Like it's not healthy. Like you really have to get out there and enjoy life. And not even like Um,
0: introverted or extroverted. I would say it's just. Being, being, because like I think you can be introverted and still find places where you can truly feel happy and truly have fun. You know whether that's by yourself. True. True. Yeah. You know I can totally imagine like you just booking it to a national park and taking a hike for a day. You know that that, that's still I would say, yeah that would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's more just like realizing that every era of your life serves a purpose, and if you spend your childhood prepping for adulthood shit doesn't work that way you know which is why i think my high school my high school career could have been better could have been more i think could have been more me yeah i think i think the time in quarantine you know the time i spent you know very similar to what i did with you you know like just a weekend like fuck it let's just go to santa cruz and take a hike you know that that shit is what feel looking back is the shit i missed awesome high school
1: yeah, those fried uh, raviolis and
0: that sandwich.
1: Those each were like 500 calories, man. I swear. I swear. <laughs> it was just uh, fried, yeah. But it's like so funny how we can just sit here and remember the minute details of that day. But I yeah. can't tell you anything that happened during early quarantine. It's just gone. It's like yeah. defaced. I don't even know where it went. But yeah. I I'm, I'm, I really think, like, I, I think we need to start living life like th- that day we had at Santa Cruz, but we can do that a lot more often. And yeah, it doesn't exactly. have to be driving to Santa Cruz, but it, you know what I mean? It's just dis- making distinguishable memories is what's important. Yeah. Which um, reminds me.
0: Oh, yeah, but go ahead.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, I, this is pretty off topic, but I don't know if you're going to elaborate. No, not really. Okay. Well, actually, no. I don't know if I can. Uh, dude, I've already definitely overstayed my time. <laughs> no, no, no,
0: no, no. It's, it's definitely all right. Because I've also spoken a lot during this time. Honestly, I don't even know if we should even follow the structure of, like, my turn, your turn. It's honestly just, like, whoever needs their turn, you know. And, I like that. You know, you need it right now. So, um, what you got?
1: Well, I wanted to, yeah. I was just talking to, well, I'm taking an anthropology course now at the junior college. And, oh. and I'm like, I'm wondering, because my brother and I have been talking a lot because uh, he's been really introspective lately, mainly because he's taking tons of psychedelic drugs. But he's, he told me like, he's like trying to find like, what's the key to happiness? Like what, how do you provide a human with happiness? And I was like, where does that answer lie? Because I mean, there's tons of, there's tons of studies, right? That you can, that you can study and, and, and learn. So which one would bring you to the answer? Like what what is a study of understanding the happiness? Like what do you even where do you start? And I think the answer could lie in anthropology. Because I've said it before how we are just bound to our bodies, right? Like at the end of the day our yeah. brain is you know biologically wired to hunt and gather. That this is true, right? Yeah. So does that mean the key to happiness lies within understanding how humans have evolved and what needs uh, socially that we have to have to, have to be met?
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I've. Okay. So I feel like there are two types of happiness. You know, I think happiness along your life is one type of happiness you know like as you as you move along life yeah you get pockets of happiness pockets of excitement pockets of passion you know a fleeting right fleeting happiness happiness that can mm. like come and go like waves right but i think the ha- type of happiness that your brother mentioned is the type of happiness that i think socrates called eudaimonia which is happiness unto itself like the end of the line kind of happiness where like mm-hmm. I I don't know if you watched the Avengers and and Infinity War, but like that moment where like Thanos sits down after he snaps and like looks out into the sunset, knowing (laughs) that he's complete,
1: complete, complete, complete the goal. He was a happy. He was. He was. you could just tell he was fulfilled. Right. Okay. There we go. That's
0: that's the word fulfillment. No, obviously that I'm I'm replacing a. An abstract word with another abstract word, but that's the idea. that That's I'm sure that's the type of happiness that we're talking about here, right? We're not talking about the happiness. I think that so. After you, but you like make
1: how, but like how simple, how simple is it? That's what I'm confused about. Like some people are, they'll be, they'll I just can't even talk. They would be fulfilled if they were just like a lawyer for the rest of their life. But
0: uh, I don't
1: know, like, man. no, no, there is like, there's people who just be happy to do certain things like why don't like were humans fulfilled when we were hunting and gathering yeah
0: and, and that's was that not-
1: were you more common to just be fulfilled
0: i think it's cuz look i mean obviously 200 3 let's say 500 years ago there was no such thing as a lawyer right so being a the reason why i was like hesitant to say like agree with you was like being a lawyer specifically I don't think is a mechanism to achieve eudaimonia, because if you think about it, lawyers is just a social construct. It didn't even exist a couple hundred years ago. True, it's, it's a, a lawyerism. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> doesn't connote happiness, but the person who is lawyering, something about that process, something about that occupation, gives fulfillment. Whether mm. that's helping someone, whether that's mm-hmm. you know achieving. Litigation and like, oh, oh, like like justice. You know, terms of justice. Some people live by justice, and and lawyering can help that. So obviously, stripping stuff down to this most basic elements. But I would also say, in my opinion, obviously, I have no, absolutely no credentials to say that this is true, because what I'm fucking 18 years old. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the the best way to find eudaimonia is to never look for it. If that makes sense, it's I don't know if there's a good analogy for this, but it's like an artifact, and the moment you think of it, it disappears.
1: Yes, and the yet, thing. Yes, you know, the, the game. game, the, game. Yeah, the game. Yeah, 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 The game. Yeah, the the game, game. game. The game. Yeah, we yeah. both
0: lost the game just now, but we um, did. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's exa- but and and hear me out though. But like, you know, to achieve Eudaimonia, I think, I think it's it's kind of funny. Everyone is is born implicitly on the path of eudaimonia towards ultimate happiness. But along the way, they're distracted. They're distracted by false idols of what happiness of what they think happiness is, whether it's, you know, sex or money or power, you know, but if, if it's, if you remain true to yourself and really live life introspectively and pursue things that are true to you, that you as much as you can, as much as you can identify it, are who you, like, doing things that you know are you. Mm. I think that, that is the natural, I would say, the natural pathway to eudaimonia. And, and I don't want to bring up the hunter-gatherer thing, you know, like, sure, back then, there weren't as many direct distractions. We didn't have constructs like economies, like politics, such as that. Yeah, and, yeah. Very back then, I'm sure, and again, I have no, this is just me speculating completely, but all you had back then were family structures and a need to survive, and so you had very few distractions, and thus, you know, you you had very few obstacles to so just pursue the things that you wanted to do, and I think for many it was either raising a family, caring for others,
1: yeah, you know, using a thousand calories to get a thousand calories,
0: yeah. Yeah, net zero change, perhaps. And I think our modern world is so filled with so many distractions that it's so easy—it's so so easy—to look at something and think that that's the way to happiness, but it's not.
1: Beautifully said.
0: Oh, that my, that's my—that's just my three cents on that one.
1: That was beautifully said. Um. Yeah, I like that a lot. But I mean, it would be nice to just go back to hunting and gathering.
0: Yeah, did, or, didn't we talk about this at one point? I think. Like,
1: well, I don't know if we talked about. Did I t- tell you about how much I hate agriculture?
0: No, you haven't. <laughs>
1: wait, wait, what? You hate? I like, have an like, entire like rant about that. Oh shit! Yes, but I don't know. Like David, you're in a hurry. I can tell. No, not really. Like, I'm just. I'm on. I'm on my bed, just chilling. Like, do we have a time for like a? Well, it's not a very long rant, but like, we're no, good? I
0: want, I want to fucking hear this. What you hate, like, well, what yeah, do you mean by hating agriculture?
1: Like, hate plants? Agriculture. So, the agricultural revolution is where evil began.
0: Whoa, holy fuck! Wait, 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 wait.
1: Okay, all right, all right. Now, let Go me on. tell you why. So, let's say we're we're going back, uh, before Mesopotamia, right before the indo Valley uh, River civilization, the first human civilizations ran on agriculture we're going before that okay Okay. so so we're going before we're going before like 8,000 bc when people in norway decided to uh selective breed some snails in a cave before agriculture humans were happy we we had diverse diets we had better teeth than we had today we were taller on average we lived actually like our lifespan was literally longer than it is today in america is what we can see by looking at some of the bones. People lived a very long time, mainly because in a week they would eat 200 different things and meet all their body's nutritional requirements. They would exercise a lot more often and uh, have less distractions. But what agriculture did was, by having a surplus amount of food, some people didn't need to work for food. So they began to think of other things. And when humans don't have to worry about picking nuts off trees or picking berries off bushes, that's where evil began. That was the beginning. (laughs) Since the conception of agriculture, slavery has existed. They go hand in hand. Even today, since the existence of agriculture, there have been millions of humans who have been enslaved. Like today, there is 40 million people enslaved. Today, in in, in our current world. And I think, yeah, it all began in agriculture. And let's say, what it it looks like, people compare uh, fossils of old humans before and after the agricultural revolution. You have a drop in the average height, lower teeth quality, and the lifespan was cut in half. Because now you have these people who have a less diverse diet. They're only eating wheat or one kind of meat. And they also brought all these animals closer to them along with their diseases. They're now sleeping next to cow dung. So we ask ourselves, why did these people continue to to farm when it was killing them? Literally, cutting their lifespan in half. And it also caused overpopulation. We have... So many humans, because most humans, the reason why most people have been born was because they needed a labor force to work on this farm. Yeah. And you look at almost every single problem the world has, it can all start with agriculture.
0: Yo, wait, wait. Okay, first of all, this is fucking big brain, but and also, I'm just curious like, where'd you like hear about this shit? Because I kind of want to check this
1: out. Um, I feel like this is really um. Funny. Well, what do you mean? Just the agricultural revolution, spawn of evil?
0: Well, like, When did you first kind of, like, come up with this uh, idea? Of like-
1: well, I was watching, uh, what is it called? Crash Course? Oh, okay. And okay. I, I was watching a video on the agricultural revolution. And he was, and, and John Green was like, I don't even know why people started farming. And I was like, yeah, that's a good point. And then he... <laughs> And, he, and then he talked about in the next video because his world history series is just amazing. I've seen like 200 videos in a row. Uh, he he starts talking about like the the civilizations post agriculture, and it's just misery. It's misery after the agricultural revolution. Literally episode one, post episode one, every civilization w- was either run on slavery, run on a monarchy, and people died at a very young age. Bro.
0: Wait, wait, wait. I Okay, I have a What if? Okay, hold on. What if agri because you sent you mentioned something about surplus. You know, now that they have yes, a surplus yeah, yeah. of food and they they can think they about other things. I just, you know, like I think agriculture, if you really boil it down, agriculture first introduced the notion of surplus. Exactly. And eventually eventually that that evolved into money and wealth. Cuz if you think about it, what is wealth? Right? Re- wealth is just simply a way to store your resources. Because look, I have twenty dollars. I can convert that to, you know, a mug. That's <laughs> that's that's now a resource. Yes. Right. And I, I stored that mug, or that potential to become a mug, <laughs> in money. So every and and capitalism is the root to a lot of evils and like you said, slavery, um, exploitation, yeah, um, yeah, you yeah. know, massive inequality. So. Yo, I I'd be curious to see if there's like a paper on this, but um,
1: well, if not, closer, that's my thesis. Uh, that's your, that's your fucking thesis, dude.
0: You should. St- I feel like you should. Like, if you go to if you like um if you go to college to study like humanities or something, I think you should study anthropology. I think you you you'd hit it off because like that's, that's such is, a good statement. Like, agriculture is the root to all evil. Yeah, that that that'd literally get published, man.
1: I <laughs> I feel like that'd be so like yeah breaking or like but yeah no like think about that dude i mean like the surplus dude that's that was killer and then whoever owns the farm now can decide now you have hierarchy wow dude that really was the beginning of it's just well it's just so unnatural like agriculture is very unnatural for human behavior hello Hello.